fans, welcome to another edition of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. I am CMB, joined as always by the inevitable G Money and the patron state of hardcore, the Tennessee Jesus. Tell us what is going on this week. Not much, man. Chilling like a villain. <laughs> Chilling like a villain. Uh-huh. Good times. Yeah. So. It's good stuff. No, no random misadventures this week. Nah. You do anything, Garrett? Um, I got beat up by the firm. Um, just walking down the street, and there they were. Told them they're a bunch of bitches for choke slamming MJF to a table, <clears throat> and they said, "Well, fuck you, guy," and they put me through one. So I'm still dealing with a little back aches, but that's about it. That sucks. Yeah. Probably shouldn't well, have called them bitches. Well, I'm just stating obvious. No? Yeah. Got it. I call it like I see it, as they say. But who don't like a good firm bitch? That's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Awesome. All right. Uh, I guess that's as random as it's going to get this week. So, random band entrance team. Let's hit it. I'm going to have myself. Well, who don't put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. All right. So, we had Scorpion. Glorious 80s hair metal Scorpion. It was like Garrett's favorite, second favorite brand besides uh, Rush or whatever it was. It is not, but I'm so glad you think so. All right. Uh, What did you guys got? I got a banger. There's a couple more songs I knew besides Rocky Like a Hurricane. And yeah. uh, I didn't know it was the Scorpions, you know what I mean? It's like, I just thought it was like, oh, here's a um, uh, song. And one of those songs I knew, and I heard it. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fucking me right there. And mine is uh, Wind of Change. <laughs> oh, nice. That was what I was going to go with, but I ended up changing it, actually. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, Chris, you go ahead. I can't even fucking remember. I remember looking at the song, but now I can't remember the fucking I, name of it. I just went with oh, Rocky like a hurricane. Like, I got you. I did it. Everyone knows yeah. it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew what song I went with. I, I yeah. took me a minute to figure. I, I picked it out, and I listened to it earlier, and I forgot the fucking name of it. Um, I picked uh, Big City Nights. Oh, uh, Big city nights. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that one too. But as soon as I heard the little, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely doing wind change. There you go. Look it up, Chris, when you get a chance. Wind's a change. Wind's a change. No, wind's a change. No, it's a change. Yeah. It's fucking. If that's a that's a thing. That's a theme song right there. 
Awesome. All right. What do you got for us for next week? All right, hold on, I gotta journey. Gotta gotta do your journey. If I can find it, Kenny Chesney. Kenny G. Oh, uh, you know what I I wish here? What? I wish you'd step back from that ledge, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) We got a third out of line. That's awesome. (laughs) 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 We got a third out of line. That's funny. So they got they got a couple couple. They got a couple hits. They do. They got they got like at least two or three. All we need, right? Doing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm packed and I'm holding. (laughs) I'm smiling. She living. She comes. She lives to me. Says she lives to me. Motivation. Whoa, motivation. (laughs) (laughs) Chris wants something else. Oh man, doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. <laughs> oh man, awesome! I thought it was a love song this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a love song between the lead singer and meth. <laughs> He's in love with meth and dealing drugs. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, third eye blind. Oh, that's gonna be a fun one. Why can't we get like some blind or something? Somewhere. I don't uh, like yeah. I don't have a crystal ball. I'll probably if we had sublime, I'd probably pick wrong way. <laughs> oh man, I love wrong way. All right, let's get let's get into it. Social media this week. Uh, make sure you guys check us out, WrestleGun and Pod, on all your favorite social media platforms. Uh, uploaded to our TikTok. Quick little un- unboxing of the Legends 15 Stacy Keebler. Oh my God, some she of the comments. She knows how to use them. <laughs> some of these freaking people that follow us on TikTok, man. <laughs> one guy, one guy commenting, fine as fuck. Like, it's an action figure, dude. <laughs> Dude, he's used to jacking off the Barbies in his bathroom. <laughs> it's plastic, hey, I, my man. <laughs> I, used to, I used to jack off the Barbies. In the Sears catalog. <laughs> Especially that, uh, that Britney Spears Barbie. <laughs> then I had, um, as someone tell me that to make w to make wwe great again they need to go back to having bring stacy keyboard back and go back to doing pillow fights pillow fights can, like, we, really? get a, can we get becky lynch and uh, i don't know somebody else in a brown panties match <laughs> oh, so i commented back to this dude i was like yeah let's set women's wrestling back 20 years 
<laughs> and then he fires back. Th this is his best response. Fires back with me. Well, it'd be a hell of a lot better than anything that Steph has come up with. I was like, yeah, disagree. I mean, and on top of that, like, your argument is invalid because Stephanie doesn't have anything to do with booking. Say you don't watch wrestling without saying you don't watch wrestling? <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, you didn't say shit after that. Didn't come, no comeback after that. Like, get out of here. Like, you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> Not based with any facts at all. Like, really? Yeah. Can people? I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, so that, up to that quick little unboxing. That's up there with the Lex Luger from a couple weeks ago. Fun stuff there. Uh, YouTube.com slash for the collection. Instagram uh, for the collection. Um, then hit us up on our Redbubble store. Uh, Redbubble.com slash people slash Russell Get a Pod. Um, check out some of our merchandise and stuff up there as well. So awesome stuff. All right, let's jump into it here before we get into Halloween Havoc. Um, we missed this last week. I don't know how we missed this. 30 years of Matt Hardy in professional wrestling. 30 Here's wow. to another 30 more. That makes me feel old as fuck, man. Cause I know, right? That's what I said. <laughs> I said so Matt Hardy started wrestling when I was ten. <laughs> oh, I know I he's up there. I remember Matt Hardy starting at WWE. Yeah, like they didn't they lie. Yeah, to him. Yeah, they said yeah. they're like a couple years older than what they were, so they could get in like. To have like the dark matches and stuff. Yeah, they were like, on my like, on like velocity. There's like on velocity. Yeah, something like that. Shotgun Saturday night. I think they're yeah, super wasn't it superstars? I think it was superstars, like Saturday morning uh, type thing. There's on I won't say uh Shotgun Saturday night. Like I think like Jeff I'm Hardy. sure they were. Yeah, I'm I know I think Jeff was on shotgun. Because it's back when they were wearing like those god awful like plaid outfits that the young bucks wear now. Because they're they want to be the Hardy Boys so badly. Um, yeah. But yeah, thirty years of Matt Hardy. Um, like we do every time we get like a milestone with us, like we do with Undertaker and um, Jericho and whatnot. Favorite Matt Hardy match or Matt Hardy moment? You guys got one. My favorite Matt Hardy moment is probably like the highlight of his career. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw two out there. The first one, his single career, and that would be uh, uh, the uh, when he keep returned and beat the hell out of Edge. Uh, oh I yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was at that, yeah. that SummerSlam. Yeah, um, with the that was, uh, steal that cage match. Yeah, but uh, that was probably like the highlight of his career. Like, not when I say highlight of his career, like I know he was going through some shit. So like, yeah, I'm just talking about like as far as like peak interest because you knew it was real. Um, yeah. You know, I think it was like I forget who it was, but there's like a wrestler uh, that's kind of like an old head that says like. Wrestling's better when there's like a little bit of truth to it. Uh, we, a little bit we've more been saying that for we, we say that all the time. 
yeah. you add realism to it, it makes the storyline better. Yeah. So, and like uh, with Rollins and Riddle. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So the uh, that was like because you thought it was real, you know, you're like fucking. Oh man, yeah, no, I was full, you know, full on yeah. invested on that. Like I was watching Matt Hardy's <laughs> YouTube videos. Like all this other shit. Like every time a new video posts, is like, oh shit, I gotta watch this. Like just yeah. that whole thing, like with him, like going in on Edge and like being like contracted with Ring of Honor when he was actually like in WWE, like yeah. showing up at Ring of Honor events and other indie events and just like jumping the guardrail. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, the other moment I want to mention. Um, and uh there's other people involved in this, but I would say uh TLC one, man, that was absolutely something like that kind of changed the ladder matches that we as we now know it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um uh, it was uh it was something else. It probably like one of the best tag team matches of all time. Definitely up there. What you got, Garrett? I got Matt and Jeff in the equipment. Really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, well, you didn't like you didn't like you know Jeff Hardy trying to kill his brother. I mean, I don't understand. Oh man, that that few it could have been done so much better. I know. <laughs> I know, like, like in real life, Jeff's house did burn down, and like they tried to add that in there, and it just didn't, it didn't flow very well. Yeah. Oh, it's like one of the few times where like adding that dash of realism just didn't help out the story at all. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think there's anything that Matt Hardy has ever done I didn't like. No, oh, there's a few things they did that I love Matt. I know, I definitely, I prefer Matt over Jeff. Like, I've always gravitated more towards Matt Hardy than Jeff Hardy. No, I've, I was a bigger Jeff Hardy uh, fan. Same. I'm a Matt Hardy fan. But, same. um, I ain't gonna lie, though, like, uh, the best match I've seen Matt Hardy it wasn't even televised. It was in Nashville. Um, I forgot the uh, wrestling promotion. I think it was the Rockstead that was actually running the promotion. I think it was called uh, Crossfire or something like that. But it was uh, Matt Hardy and MVP. It's one of the better matches I've seen live. That whole storyline with Matt Hardy and MVP on SmackDown was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when they're feuding over the U.S. title. Yeah. That was pretty good. I'll say like the uh, the Matt Hardy version one, like the first time they split up the, the Hardys. Mm-hmm. Like I love that whole thing. Like the Matt facts, like all that stuff was freaking awesome. And then you get uh, Shannon Moore introduced. Yeah. Uh, to the whole the whole damn like the entrance with like the the loading like AOL type screen, <laughs> yeah, and just like the random things like Matt doesn't walk on people movers or or doesn't stand still yeah. on people movers at the airport. Matt hates mustard, so just like 
random shit like that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always been pretty creative, like when he absolutely. Comes up with yeah. He's one of the the first ones, like him and Helms, were like two of the the first to actually use social media more to their advantage. Yeah, and like kind of their follower base and everything like that. Because I know they were, I know Helms had said something to Vince numerous times about using like Twitter or something like that to help um, promote stuff or you know push storylines further. And Vince like shot it down the first time. Yeah. I know like Matt Hardy and Shane Helms are like a couple of like two of the the biggest proponents for like um social media usage. So. That's pretty cool. And then like Type broken in, Matt uh, Hardy. No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you know, like broken Matt like definitely helped reinvigorate his um career too. So it's kind of similar yeah. to uh Hogan, NWO Hogan. Like in that second win in his career late on. So. Yeah. But I don't know. Hogan was kind of Hogan where like yeah. Matt Hardy well, I mean, Yeah, just like in general, like because Matt, like his his popularity like skyrocketed with that whole broken Matt Hardy was, gimmick. Yeah. There time frame it's like he was so one probably like one of the most over guys like in impact and on the independent scene during that that whole time frame just like the whole like delete and all that other stuff so i'm trying all different things what 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 i was gonna say is i typed in uh the best matt hardy matches on google to see what popped up i was just curious um, number one on this list is uh, Matt Hardy versus Edge at Unforgiven 2005. Yep. I won't tell you what number two is. That that one's not number two. I quit match. <laughs> number two is Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy Final Deletion, which was good, I guess. The Final Deletion. The, the Final Deletion match was all right. Yeah. All right, but number two. That was the the first one, the first one that they did. Yeah, which one was? Which is the good one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three is Matt Hardy versus EC3 versus Drew Galloway for Bound for Glory, 2015. Oh, nice. That was a pretty solid match. Remember correctly? That's when um was that around the time like time frame of him becoming big money Matt I think that's um, the same era. so it looks like yeah big money Matt was awesome mm-hmm. he had Matt Hardy versus Adam Cole Ring of Honor final battle 2012 Doomsday I don't remember seeing mm-hmm. that one off that one up. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. That sounds good, though. Uh, the one that caught my eye was... Uh, uh, Matt Hardy versus Kevin Steen. Ring of Honor, Best of the World, 2013. I haven't seen that either. That just sounded good. Yeah. I remember that feud, actually. It was uh Matt Hardy was doing like this thing where like he's 
you know how those like freaking videos became popular around that time frame where people just have like the cards and they're like fake crying or whatever and like playing the cards through instead of talking matt was doing a lot of those videos with ring of honor like talking about how the fans and like different wrestlers were treating him in ring of honor like calling him fat hardy and all this other stuff oh, okay I remember that. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. 30 years of Matt Hardy. So that's that's great. Uh, which he uh just got added to uh big time wrestling uh here at the Dorton Arena. Heck yeah. Up. So pretty psyched for that one. Um, as well as the Steiner brothers, Scott, Rick and Scott Steiner showing up there. Yeah, um, they said Scott that. Wrestle. Scott's gonna wrestle, yeah. Don't know who he's wrestling or you know, what type of match it is, but Scott's going to wrestle and uh, Matt Hardy's going to wrestle. So, tell, tell you what I do know. Tell you what I do know. I just know that Stop. if Scott Steiner uh, wrestles, he's got a fifty-five and a third chance of <laughs> 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 fucking winning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait. That's gonna be awesome. Actually, um, I was trying to track down uh freaking um, because I just realized like I've met Matt Hardy like twice, mm-hmm. and like I've got like a couple different signed things from him, but I don't have a signed Matt Hardy figure, which is like unusual because usually I'll get a figure to get it signed. So I'm trying to hunt down a freaking Matt Hardy figure to get signed. You think all these damn AEW figures I've been finding, like old series, I'd be able to find a man, uh, freaking Matt Hardy somewhere. So, you don't already have a Matt Hardy? I have. I don't have anything signed, like actual signed figure, but I have. I know, couple. but you can give him a sign. Your uh, it don't matter if the figure's new or old. He'll sign. I mean, the 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 figures are loose. I don't have anything in package for Matt Hardy. Just have him sign the figure, like on the figure, like over the chest oh, or something oh. like that. Oh man, so get, like a Matt Hardy. get a, a Matt Hardy uh, tramp stamp. Um, a Matt Hardy, Hardy tramp stamp on his figure. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I just sign the ass every figure? <laughs> I would love, like, to get like this the first Mattel Elite figure that they put out, like when he was doing a singles run, like the. The unlock your destiny thing where he had like the key down the side of his tights like mm-hmm. that's like when he was feuding with jeff um mm-hmm. well that freaking figure is like two hundred dollars <laughs> get like uh get one of those old uh like remember like the old uh like hulk hugging and macho man figures and uh like king kong bundy and stuff like the paint on her ass and crotch would like wear off. Oh yeah, the the LJNs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get one of them to like draw a dick on it and then sign it. Like <laughs> <laughs> draw a dick on it or it, the paint's rubbed off and it's like you don't get no fucking pants on. That's hilarious. Apparently though, um HPK when he signs his signature, it looks like a penis. Yeah, I got you. Heartbreak. For all these years, his signature still looks like a giant dick. <laughs> well, he is a giant dick. Yeah, so 
Awesome. All right, let's get into you. Let's talk some Halloween Havoc. Um, I got to see some of this. I did not get to see the entire pay-per-view, but from what I saw, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. We had some casket matches, weapons matches, ambulance match, all kinds of good stuff on here. So. Uh, but um, definitely the... Uh, I was going to say, there was some good and there was some bad. <laughs> I overall, like, from, like, the matches I actually did get to watch and, like, highlights I saw some of the other ones, like, it looked like a pretty entertaining pay-per-view from, like, start to finish. So. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the main event, I did watch that, was pretty awesome. Um, that whole sequence with uh, Dragon Off, like, just running through Breaker. And then you're know, about to get the win, and freaking uh, Devlin just slides in there, stops a ref's hand from going to three, and you see that look on Dragonoff's face, and then like uh, Devlin just sitting there laughing, it, like this look of like relief on his face, and he looks over and sees Dragonoff, like just staring at him. And it's like, oh my god, like this is about to get intense. So, but it was, it was pretty awesome. So. Then they follow that up with a amazing singles match on NXT Wednesday night or Tuesday night. Oh really? Oh yeah, Dragon Off and uh Devlin. Like they tore the house down Tuesday night. I think they ended up they stopped the match or no. Devlin. Devlin won, I think if I remember oh. correctly. What? Did Devlin win that match? Tuesday the night. triple threat? Oh, no, oh Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, J- JD. Yeah, JD did. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, so you watch, it? did you watch it, Garrett? What? Halloween Havoc? Um, I didn't watch it, but I saw, like, bits and pieces of stuff. Oh, okay. The ladder match was pretty solid. That was a good match. I bet. I just saw... Um, I'm not a fan of uh, what's his face Quincy. Tells us that his full name Quincy, whatever. Adams. Yeah, I'm not not a big fan. Like, yeah, like, I would have preferred just having Shotzi host the show instead of adding him in there too. So it just eh. like he didn't really add anything to it. Um. And I kind of like agree with what Booker says. Like he doesn't see like the value that he's adding to the show. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm not not homophobic. Don't come at me. Like I don't care. Um, I just, he's gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know he was gay. Yeah. Like, we we not, told you what this guy's like. He's like yeah. He's Velveteen like Sarah and Velveteen Dream. Like combined <laughs> super he called himself the super diva i got you. uh i just didn't like i just, i don't know i wasn't sold on the whole like him like co-hosting type thing like i, I would prefer shotty just doing the hosting gig by herself so i get you. like her costumes were we should have beetlejuice she did the joker i'm like the the costuming stuff that she was wearing, like makeup and everything, was just freaking amazing. And he's out there dressed as a giant banana. 
Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like big bananas? No, man. That one's... I don't. Unless they're those plantains that are like deep fried or something. And those are pretty good. But I'm a banana like them on the shorter side so I can just get it all down in like one good mouthful. All <laughs> that potassium. All that potassium. <laughs> awesome. Deb. Overall, I liked how, like what I saw for Halloween Havoc. I thought was pretty good. That's good. Yeah. You know, uh, Trip, uh, Michaels has said he wants to uh, make Halloween Havoc become more synonymous with NXT than WCW going forward. So. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're back to doing like actual like pay per view type events for NXT instead of making them like the regular weekly shows. So, kind of makes yeah. it makes it a little more special. So. Cool. Um, sticking with NXT Tuesday night, we had a debut. Of the group we did. Schism. We did. Uh, Ava Rain. Oh, Rock's yeah. daughter is the, was the uh, masked uh, female that has been in the audience. So finally revealed uh, that it's, it's part of Schism. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, Rock, the Rock doesn't have a daughter that wrestles. The Rock doesn't have a daughter that wrestles. No. <laughs> okay. What's this girl's oh. name? Ava Rain. Ava Rain. Yep. Yeah, her name's Ava Rain. It's not Ava Johnson, Johnson <laughs> or Ava Mavia or anything like that. It's Ava Rain. It's not King of the Rock. So I, I don't know what's getting this from. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing this. I understand they kind of want them to be. I don't know if it was her decision or, you know, if it was like creative, but. Like the same thing with Braun Breaker. I know it was his decision to kind of like not go in as you know, you know Braun Strider or not Strider Braun Braun Steiner or you know whatever the name that they're going to give him prior to it with the Steiner last name. But I know he decided to change his name um, to kind of step out of the the Steiner limelight, I guess, and try to make it on his own. But um, I don't think it's gonna work for her. No. No, like her promo. You're telling everybody that she's the Rock's daughter. You just kept it on the dumb line. We wouldn't have known. Oh man, the promo wasn't bad. Like actually, I'm sorry, scratch that. The promo wasn't that great to begin with. Like she didn't seem like she was very comfortable. Um. And like again, this is kind of probably her first promo on live TV. So yeah, yeah, we'll see where yeah. she goes from there. But um, she did come out there and say, "And the millions." <laughs> so believe it or not, when The Rock was in the USWA the first time, like he wasn't a very good talker either. And I remember. Yeah, he he said like a line where somewhere he's like, I don't 
think I'm bad, I know I'm bad, or something like that. And I'm like, this dude fucking sucks. <laughs> this, who's this fucking retard, Flex Cavallo, saying this bullshit? And like, I'm like, this dude is fucking lame. And then, you know, about two, three years later, I'm at a fucking sold out arena. And the fuck, <laughs> fucking arena's going eight nuts. Ain't <laughs> shit for this fucking dude that's like taking people to Jabroni Avenue and playing the SmackDown Hotel. And... <laughs> so, you know, it'll come. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. I, this is what NXT is for. Like mm-hmm. even even like the like the black and gold NXT like this is what NXT is for. This is the purpose of NXT, not just throwing them to the main roster like Dominic Mysterio and hey, hey sink or swim time, buddy. Like you're here because your dad wants you here. You know that's part of the agreement. Like yeah. they didn't go that route with her. Like, and I'm glad they didn't. Like she needs to you know hone her skills, come into her own. You know, find out you know what what's gonna make her click with the audience and stuff like that so and this, this is something that she wants to do from like yeah. all the interviews and stuff i've seen it's something that yeah. she wants to do it's not the rock questioner to do it like dominic dominic was has been improving from week to week um i think having him as part of judgment day is going to help him and he's yeah. definitely been a little better as a heel than he has with a face. So just having that, you know, the backing of guys like Damian Priest and Finn Balor and even like Rhea Ripley, like some of these, you know, people that have been wrestling for years compared to him and have some kind of knowledge and, you know, pointers that they can give him. Aside from just, you know, being trained by his dad and, you know, a couple other people. Um but I think with her being NXT is going to help quite a bit. Yep. AEW needs to take note and actually follow suit with like an actual uh, performance center type thing and you know promo glasses and all this other stuff. But that probably never happened. <sighs> um, this did make me think of something I saw, and I, it may have been something I was going to say in this anyway. I had seen some article that. Uh, I guess Billy Corgan was up for having NWA be a developmental for WWE. I don't know if you saw that or not. That'd actually be cool. Didn't see that, but that actually would be pretty solid. Yeah, I I saw it. I didn't really read all into the article. I just kind of skimmed over it. But I was like, that's what uh, what USWA used to be like in the late nineties. Yeah. I mean, you think that would benefit? nwa quite a bit too oh absolutely if they're like sending like you think like nxt and nwa like trading talent back and forth like you'll see like some of the nxt talent on nwa well i mean you probably you probably uh can make nxt like now that vince is gone nxt could just be like a third brand third brand yeah nwa could be the the development. Yeah. I see. I can see that, but like, but then again, like the amount of money that they put into the performance center and developing talent and stuff like that, like, like I can see WWE just like, nah, we're good. 
It's like, but we're open to like some kind of working relationship or talent exchange or something like that. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the type of relationship that Triple H and Billy Corgan have. I'm sure it's like a hell of a lot better than Tony Khan and Billy Corgan. So, yeah, because you know, at least like Triple H was probably listening to Smashing Pumpkins, you know, like. Oh, I was singing the wrong two day song. I was like, two day. <laughs> I started singing Oasis. <laughs> two day. <laughs> day. <laughs> day. <laughs> when I'm supposed to be like, two day is the greatest day of summer. Can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. All right. What else we got here? Uh, sticking with some WWE, Carl Anderson. Um, in New Japan, the drama still unfolding with them. At this point, this has got to be like a work. Like this has got to be part of the part of like some kind of working relationship with Anderson, WWE, and New Japan. Um, yeah. The uh, president of New Japan came out and said that they're trying to do everything they can for the uh, November fifth show to make sure that all champions that are present, all champions are that are advertised for the show, which all their champions are, um, will be present on the show and will fulfill their obligations. Um, last week, you had the video come out with uh, Gallows and Anderson talking about how New Japan never went through uh, booking um, <laughs> with uh, Luke Gallows to book Carl Anderson. Um, so I think we're going to see, definitely see something unfold with this too, going into uh next weekend for the crown jewel event and then the the new japan event so we'll see where it goes from there um they may try to run an angle where they strip anderson of the title anderson doesn't get it back like that could be like a big theory on that one um i'm kind of interested to see what how this goes yeah oh what do you think garrett it's probably a work. Cool. Uh, you guys really want to talk about some more CM Punk rumors? <laughs> um, <laughs> I What's the rumors now? I could bring something up before then if you want. Okay. I can say what the other thing I was going to say before I forget. Gotcha. Uh, have you read into any of the like supposed talks they have for Austin Theory cashing in? No. So one of the ones I read and I thought was interesting because they said they've never done it before and I kind of thought it was just an interesting angle to take on it. And what they said they were going to do is wait until like the day of like they're, they're, they're it's the show they're doing because you know we're they're saying they may not do Money in the Bank which we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah. like the day of the show they like triple h or whoever comes up to him is like hey you have an hour and a half to cash in your money in the bank hey you have 90 minutes like you got to cash it in like kind of wait until like the day of and like wait until like the last minute to like finally cash it in i thought it was just an interesting kind of like take on it all i mean it would be interesting like like it's never been done before because it's either cash in like right away or by the end of the pay-per-view that they wanted at or like six months later like there's never been like anyone that's waited till 
you know, the full like 365 days or till like the next money in the bank match to, to cash in that, that briefcase. So, I mean, that would be interesting if that's the, the way that they go with it. So, I'd be yeah. down for that. So. Cool, cool. But it kind of ruins the surprise of it all, though. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That's pretty cool. Just an interesting um, pick. Yeah, but yeah. speaking of money in the bank, uh, looks like Triple H wants to uh, dissolve the money in the bank pay-per-view. That's another one that he's looking to get rid of. And what do we say? Bringing it back to WrestleMania? Heck okay, yeah. Uh, that's the plan. So, I like it. Um, so I guess uh, they're keeping WrestleMania two nights moving forward. So if they do bring uh, uh, Money in the Bank back to WrestleMania, one night we'll have the men's match, and the, the next night we'll have the women's match or vice versa. So. That's what I'm talking about right there, Hey. And I don't mind WrestleMania. I don't mind WrestleMania being two nights either. I kind of enjoy the two nights of WrestleMania. I I, I like. 100%. I I love it. It's it's so much easier to sit there for a few hours like Saturday night, watch WrestleMania, and then a few hours Sunday night, watch the next night of WrestleMania, than it is to sit there for you know seven eight hours watching an entire pay per view. Like that's a full time job. It's like. So. But um, yeah, I like the the two nights and adding the money in the bank matches and having like you know you're getting the ladder match on each night of the pay per view, especially something like a spectacle of money in the bank that should be a WrestleMania caliber matchup. Get rid of the the freaking Andre the Giant Battle Royals, like nothing yeah. ever comes out of that to begin with, and replace them with the the ladder matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're insistent on doing a battle royal, why not do a tag team battle royal where the winners of the battle royal get a shot at the tag team titles on night two? Makes sense to me. Something like that. Awesome. All right, we do it old school and or do it the the other way and just have a battle royal. Last two in the ring are tag team, and they have to face the champion. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty cool too. Or just have like a whole week of WrestleMania, and the first day have like <laughs> six battle royals. The winner of the six battle royals is gonna be the winner of the match. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh, battle royals for everyone. <laughs> 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 Oh, awesome. All right. Um, I really don't want to talk about like the punk stuff. It's like nothing like major. Punk's a bitch. Hates yeah, my dog. Hates his dog. So good, uh, yeah, now they're talking about how like when the Bucks like barge into the locker room, they hit Punk's dog with the door and like knocked his and like broke his teeth or something like that. So, like, and then Punk yeah. said he didn't care about his dog. He's a dick. Right. Right, whatever. Um, but did you saw Gary, did you watch Dynamite this week? Um did I watch Dynamite? Um, I did not, I don't think. I Okay. Did no, you see did you at least see the clip involving the elite? 
Um, no. Okay. Carl, did you see any of that? I can go back and watch it. I didn't get to see that. All right. I'm really not not interested in watching Matt Taven versus uh, Wardlow, to be honest. But no, that's that's, terrible. Yeah. So, um, basically, what happened is they were talking about um, the elite and all elite wrestling. Uh, so they're going through and showing all these clips of, you know, the Bucks and Kenny Omega. But in all the pictures, like they started like f- taking them out of the pictures, like pretty much like erasing them. And then at the end of the, the video package, like the elite, like the E and AEW dissolved out of the logo. So, of course, the the speculation and the rumor mill starts flying that they're thinking about rebranding AEW from all elite wrestling and just adopting it as ring of honor. What's your thoughts, Kate? Ring of honor. Oh, I literally, it took me like two seconds to find it. Uh, <laughs> or maybe, you know, the elite are gone, so they can't be elite without the elite. So, they're just all wrestling. <laughs> all wrestling. Yeah, but there's um there's talks that the elite could be returning at least to their executive roles within like the next week or two. Um, as far as like being back on TV, there's still hasn't been any like time frame for that. I'm sorry, like I'm not the biggest fan of the Young Bucks. Uh, haven't been like the biggest fan of Omega's AEW career, but they are some of the biggest names that you have. And not having them on TV does kind of like hasn't really killed the ratings because like MJF and Mox have been doing like a great job, um, but like not having them on TV is kind of kind of hindering a lot of hurting, not really hindering, but hurting some of it. But, but that was like the big thing from Dynamite was that like people are like freaking out over it. I really don't see them dropping all elite wrestling and just rebranding everything to Ring of Honor. They put too much, too much money into the uh, the AEW brand to do that. Yep. Cool. This stuff. All right. Uh, sticking with AEW, Bandito and Juice Robinson are now signed with AEW. And who Juice else Robinson. signed with AEW? Yeah. Who else? The Kingdom. That's right. Uh, the Kingdom, Matt Taven, Maria, and Mike Bennett. All, uh, oh, really? Yep, officially all elite. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that came out with that, too, with how they debuted the Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. Other still... Um, finishing up with Impact, like they had a lot of like the angle that they're finishing, which you know Impact's all taped. Um, mm-hmm. So they saw like a couple more weeks with the Kingdom on Impact Wrestling, and then Tony Khan just decides, hey, you know, we're gonna put them on TV with AEW. Like at least let their angle run out. Like you could have waited a couple weeks and let their angle run out on um, Impact before. Have them debut on your program. Yeah. That's the uh, yeah. book of the year, right there, buddy. Yep. 
book of the year. Three years running. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, all right. What else we got? Emma returns SmackDown tonight to answer Rhonda's open challenge. Um, Garrett, you said it was pretty, pretty terrible match. It was very terrible. <laughs> you said it was the match of the year. So, so bad. Worst match of the year, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Oh man, awesome. So yeah, so definitely go don't go watch that. You know, you don't need to watch that at all. No. Um, what else I got here? Uh, that's pretty much it. There's really not anything else I want to talk about on here. Um let's go ahead and uh cut all that out. Let's go to uh overrated underrated for this week, which is our Halloween themed overrated underrated. Uh, this one is going to be all horror movie icons. Oh, I forgot about this. It's all good. I'll be right. <laughs> Garrett doesn't watch the movie, so he's on part of know who we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> he, he should be familiar with them. <laughs> There's nobody in here that's, uh, that's, you know, out there. All right, let's kick it off. Freddy Krueger. Um, uh, I'm gonna say Freddy Krueger is rightly rated. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I could. It's definitely not overrated, but he's <laughs> not underrated. Just kind of there. It's just kind of there. A creepy bastard in my dream is trying to kill me. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So Fred, Freddy is right where he needs to be. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh let's head over to uh Camp Crystal Lake here. Uh Jason Voorhees. Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees is mm-hmm. underrated. You know why he's underrated? It- and if you say, I'm sure your next one's going to be Michael Myers, and he's underrated too, and it's for the same reason. These these dudes are pretty, I mean, they got to run pretty damn fast. I mean, they got to be working out on that treadmill to catch up to all these people. I mean, you can't just catch up to them by walking that slow. You don't know what goes oh, on dude. when the camera's not showing. Jason has a series of tunnels underneath the lake, underneath the campground. Yeah, he's got to run there though. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. or he can just teleport and call it a day, <laughs> <laughs> or just wait for the bitch to slip and trip over a freaking tree branch. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Carl, did you you said underrated, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, uh, Garrett, you're right. The next one is Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the last movie was overrated. <laughs> I'll, uh, say, I'll say, here's what I'll, I'll say. I've heard a here's lot what I'll say of in, bad about in defense movie. to an overrated. 
He hasn't been able to kill one bitch for how long now? I mean, <laughs> come on. He actually, uh, he's actually a killer. He's actually a killer. So. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. <laughs> so what you said uh, you said the last movie was overrated about Michael Myers overall. Michael Myers overall is is uh, underrated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you said underrated. All right, yeah. uh, Leatherface, little Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Massacre is one of those ones that. Is probably definitely underrated. Um, uh, I have never seen said movie. However, I well, know a, of a, what you're talking a, about. It's a bunch huh? of movies. Oh, it's a bunch of movies. Oh, I I know. I'm just saying. I've never seen yeah, said the, movies. The first, the original one, is probably by far like one of the one of the best. I actually like some of the sequels. That's why I said it's underrated. Like some the of their... one. Was it the the second one was pretty solid too. Mm-hmm. I will say that it is rightly rated because I want to. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, Ghostface from Scream. Um, Ghostface, I would say, is technically overrated just for the fact that it's different people and not the same person. Yeah. And he gets beat up on it. Or they get beat up on it. <laughs> I can yeah, agree with that. I can agree <laughs> with that. And also, um, when you have a guy like John Cena wear a, ma- a ghost face mask, it kind of ruins it for you, you know? <laughs> oh, definitely. All right, here we go. Pinhead from the Hellraiser series. Uh, I would say overrated. Pinhead is one of those ones where, like, his the the first movie, unlike where he gets like more most people known from, is. Like a really good movie, but some of the sequels, I don't know, are kind of weird. And uh, like a, as a character, he's kind of kind of overrated. I will say he is rightly rated because he's a weird fuck, and stuff's not supposed to make sense. Awesome. All right, uh, Chucky, Child's Play. Oh, underrated. Chucky is overrated. <laughs> Chucky's a what? Is overrated. It's overrated. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> the first movie is okay. The two kind of really, it's all right, but it's not like great. Like I watch it because I'm just like a scary movie fan. But if I wasn't a scary movie fan, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Uh, three goes to kind of being okay, 
And then the last like couple of movies are like comedy oh, movies. See the see the Chucky was terrible. Yeah, but it's more of a comedy movie anyways. It's not yeah. Because they started comedy. like a lot of those horror movies, they started making them like more comedy and like mm-hmm. uh, like I like Bride of Chucky, uh, mainly because I love Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly's awesome. Um but like freaking see the Chucky was garbage. Um, Curse of Chucky was actually pretty decent. Uh, Cult of Curse of Chucky. Yeah, that was. I don't know Curse or Cult, but one of those fucking suck. I watched it. It was uh, Cult of Chucky was terrible. Wasn't that great? That's the one that took place in the mental hospital. No, Um, no, no. The one I'm talking about was like in the house. Yeah, that's um, that's Curse of Chucky. That's actually um, the chick in the wheelchair is uh, Charles Lee Ray's daughter. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. actually, I like that one more than I like Cult of Chucky. Um, I mean, yeah, probably, but they still both suck. <laughs> but uh, the Child's Play series, can't watch that yet. It's actually pretty good. I like that one. So, like, and I then the new one. I haven't watched that one, the re- the reboot with Mark Hamill as Chucky. I haven't watched that yeah. one yet. Because like all I hear is the freaking Joker, like when Mark Hamill does the evil guy voice now. Yeah. Like they all sound like the Joker. <laughs> um speaking of Chucky as well, you know Liv Morgan is in an episode two. Yeah, I think that's um the episode that was on this week. Yeah, probably. She doesn't look like herself though. I don't know. She didn't look like you can. If you watched it, you probably wouldn't know it was her. Okay. Interesting. All right. And last one I got Sam from Trick or Treat. Uh, the kid with the bag over his head? Yeah. Yeah. He's actually the, uh, the, spirit, the spirit of Halloween. Yeah, overrated. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's fucking... That movie is dumb as hell. I love that movie. That's an awesome movie. Um, I'm starting to notice a theme here, which is I don't like scary movies. And the ones I've seen uh, are not that. So, um, I don't really know what the fuck Please. that is. Have you seen this one, Trick or Treat? No, definitely not. It's not. It's not that. It's not like scary. It's not like super scary. Oh, it's I like. Know. It's um. It's okay. actually based it's like, off of a comic book. It's a graphic novel that got turned into a movie. Uh, it's um, like yeah, a it's not inter- bad. like an introduction to scary movies. It's uh, like a. Uh, it's like a more uh, adult themed Goosebumps, pretty much. I mean, I've seen like Chucky anthology movies. movies. Mm, I've seen some of these. I've seen some of these movies we talked about. It's not all of them. Yeah, you've seen some of them. Yeah. Okay. I'm scared but, of it. Uh, Trick or Treat is usually one I watch every Halloween. So it's like my Halloween ritual movie. Uh, Halloween is my Halloween ritual movie. I watch it. <laughs> Uh, original Halloween. You don't watch Halloween three? 
Season of the Witch. I actually like Season of the Witch. It took me a little bit to actually um, get past the whole, like, no Michael Myers in that movie that, to actually enjoy it. But actually, when you watch it as what it's meant to be, like, and like an actual like Halloween anthology type movie, like a different story centered around, you know, the Halloween season. Like it's actually a really good movie. It's yeah. just like, you're like, Oh, this ain't fucking Halloween. There's a Michael Myers in it. But that was like, that's the whole point of the Halloween franchise was supposed to be like anthologies. That's what John Carpenter wanted was like each movie in the series was like a different story centered around like the fear of, you know, some sort of fear of Halloween or whatever. So, yeah. Awesome. Overrated, underrated. Horror movie edition. All right. Uh, before we get close out the show, you guys got anything you want to talk about? Um, Titans are getting in the stadium. Did you see that here? I did not. Did yeah. They agreed to terms uh, with the city of Nashville, and they're getting a dome stadium. Heck yeah. It's going to be smaller, though. But the NFL did say they would have a Super Bowl if they built it. So, possible Super Bowl in Nashville. Nice. So, Carl will be going to uh, Nashville for the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. I probably wouldn't be able to afford tickets to it, but <laughs> just you can just tailgate in a parking lot. Tailgate in a parking lot. Yeah. Most people do. Isn't that what most people do anymore anyway? Like it's not about the actual game, it's just like the tailgate portion of it. Yeah, it depends on how good your team is. If your team's good, then it's probably about the game. Team sucks, then it's probably about tailgate. Yeah. So if you're so if you're a so if you're a Bills fan, it's all about the tailgate and putting people through tables. The Bills actually have a really good team. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, it's been a while since I watched football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the Bills has actually been. Pretty good over the last couple of years. Uh, they still, you know, haven't made a Super Bowl, but everybody likes them as a favorite uh, this season. <laughs> I was smart. They went like it was like four years in a row, and they still couldn't get a win. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. Uh, I was a 49ers fan at the time, but uh, yeah. awesome all right good stuff there oh cool okay uh you guys got anything else or have you seen halloween uh answers i haven't watched it i haven't seen the other two like i can't find freaking halloween anywhere to watch on streaming without having to pay you know extra for it no. no the only one time Peacock was uh, Halloween uh, ends and HBO Max has Halloween kills, but nobody has Halloween. Okay. 
without having to pay like an extra twenty bucks to watch it. Yeah. Are you ain't seen Halloween yet? I haven't. Like I've been behind on them. So. Way behind. That came out like two thousand eighteen. I know. Like the last Halloween I watched was like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Like the oh, part no. one and part two. <laughs> Just didn't get a chance to watch them. Yeah. I tell you though, um, Amazon. Uh, if you're scrolling through there, they, you can find some um, pretty decent Halloween movies on there, like especially like some um, anthology yeah. ones. I think there's one on there. It's called like Bad Candy. Yeah. Which is a pretty good one. Yeah, there's all like if you're into like like old school like horror movies, like Amazon Prime is probably the best one to stream yeah. on. Absolutely. I, I try to remember the the last couple I watched, but I watched like a couple of the like older like stupid titles. Type ones. I think I was watching one that was called like the Slumber Party or something like that. <laughs> uh, who was it? Uh, Sleepaway Camp was on there. Uh, Sleepaway Camp is pretty good. Uh, the uh, I watched one called The Maniac. I think that was pretty pretty cool. Of course, uh, cult favorite Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Terrible yeah. movie. Up there too. Shut up. <laughs> Do you know uh, the uh, from uh, Ernest Scared Stupid actually that goes on one with Space Regina? What was that? Ernest Scared Stupid. You know who's talking about that? Yeah. Yeah. The the costumes in Ernest Scared Stupid are the kill counts from outer space repainted. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know that. I'll have to look at that next time. Yeah, yeah, they repainted the killer clones from outer space to trove. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, at least they got repurposed for something. Yeah, and that, that's another movie that's not on like streaming anywhere. Like when I made the, when I had the kids watch it last year, I had to find it on YouTube. But Ernest scared stupid. It's on YouTube now with uh, free with ads or whatever. Get to watch a couple yeah, ads. I found a um, I found someone had uploaded like uh, the entire thing without like any commercials or anything. To, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I watched it. it with ads. It's not that bad. It's like peak. Like I had the the peacock where you have to watch ads. It's just yeah, couple ads. That's um. But, it's actually stupid as a uh, as an underrated Halloween movie. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think it's probably like in that whole like Ernest series. It's probably one of the best ones. Yeah, except for maybe Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> I don't know. If Ernest goes to camp is a uh, pretty one high up on the list there, but eh. Ernest goes to jail. It's probably the best one, and then to me, it's probably Ernest scared stupid. Awesome. 
let's see. I watched Night of the Demons, the remake on that one. That was actually pretty good. Some like some good Halloween. It has has Creep Creep Show on there, don't it? Yep, Creep Show one and two is on here. Um, another good one. Another good, uh, good, good one to watch is uh, Odd Thomas. If you guys haven't watched that one, that's actually oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Odd Thomas, John dies at the end. Both of those are pretty solid. Um, if you want some good old cheesy, campy horror movies, um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark is always a good go-to. Yeah, they have a couple that of one. horror episodes up there. Wow, this is like that whole. This was the movie she did, like in the late eighties, early nineties. Or well, he's like he's just introducing the movie. She's not like actually in the movie. No, this is this is her movie, Elvira Mistress oh. of the Dark. Oh, yeah. it's her movie. Yep. Uh, I thought it was like the ones where she's like introducing the. No, she actually had like a full-on uh, movie where she inherits a house in this like small like uppity town. And they tried to like burn her as a witch and everything, so it's kind of, uh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Yeah. Garrett, That's... I'll come Saturday night with you if you want to watch a scary movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Protect you if you need me to. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, Fright Night, the remake for Fright Night was actually pretty good. The original is pretty solid, too. The uh, original is classic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is another good one. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a classic, too. Jennifer's Body actually was a surprisingly decent movie. Yeah. Considering how t- terrible of an actress Megan Fox is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's some uh, there's some movies there for y'all to check out that are your uh, Halloween weekend if you got nothing else going on. Children yeah. of the Corn. Children of the Corn's That's another good one. Good makes, you, makes you afraid of kids. <laughs> uh, Garrett, you should probably watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> There's like one anthology movie that we watch. It's a it's a Christmas movie. Um, we watch it every year for Christmas, but it's like a like a horror Christmas movie. Santa Slays, Santa Slays, or Silent Night. No, oh, I think it's I can't remember what the hell the name of it is, but like William Shatner plays a DJ, and he's like taking all these phone calls and stuff, and like giving out this news. And there's like a uh, um someone in a mall i think i don't know if he's like a janitor or something or a mall santa but like he ends up fighting like freaking um krampus <laughs> in a mall <laughs> <laughs> and like evil zombie elves like and he's actually like yeah. killing, he's actually going on like a rampage in the mall like shooting like innocent people <laughs> yeah i don't know if i see that I don't know, so not remember the name of it. Yeah. Awesome. Of course, um, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Remake. Uh, my name is Ash. 
or not my name is ash ash versus evil dead um hulu great series on there starring uh john um john c mcginley i think that's i think that's right um um the guy from that played dr cox and scrubs yes then you have the right person he um there's a great series on there it's got like three or four seasons um stand against evil really solid show it was great good stuff there's some there's some stuff to fill up your weekend going into halloween so all right uh new segment here before we get to the end of the show wrestler of the week um, I'll go ahead and do the first pick on this one just so you guys get an idea of where I'm going with this. So basically, it's, you know, pick a wrestler, um, and that's wrestler of the week and like a maybe a match to go along with that. So, like, for example, like, so I'm going to go first. So I'm going to say, um, we're going to go Sting, first wrestler, wrestler of the week. Um, and like a match to uh to go along with that for you to check out uh Sting and Hogan from uh Starcade 97. Oh god. Yeah. Terrible match but the build up was amazing. So. Yeah, the build up was amazing. Uh I'm not the biggest Sting fan and we started off with this segment of rest of the week with fucking Sting. <laughs> Wait till it's my turn. Garrett, you don't know who the fuck it is. It's it's J Bob forty two. Me and Garrett be doing the same thing. I'll be picking like real old people that he doesn't know. Like, oh yeah, I'm picking Greg Dammer one time. And then Garrett will be picking like some indie guy like Oh, wrestle the week is a white ninja. He's a wrestler and USRW, <laughs> uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Would <laughs> be a kid bandit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know it. You don't know. You guys see these matches? Really? Like you, dude? Know? They're so good. <laughs> or it'll be a. Uh, He's out of a gym. I swear to God. That'll <laughs> uh, be the, the pizza like, guy. He <laughs> paid like $300 a match. Man, it's great. Awesome. All right. So there you go. Wrestler of the week. So pick a wrestler and a match recommendation uh, for people to check out. I'm sorry. I gave like a terrible match, but I mean, yeah. Okay. Stigan was the, uh, the first one I saw on my shelf. So. <laughs> Um, all right, theme of the week, Carl. Your pick. What you got for us? I'm gonna go with uh, Boogeyman, the Boogeyman. Uh, for Halloween. To nice, good call. Good call that one. <laughs> coming to get ya. That's a great theme too. Uh, or if they're gonna bring the Boogeyman back for Raw. This week, totally should. He'll be in the uh, in the gimmick match. Riddle and Otis are having. Oh, 
that I said. Ugh. Probably. Oh, that's so lame. All I want to know is what Miz's secret is. What is he hiding from us? He probably like promised Dexter Loomis a spot on a show or something and failed. I hope it's that he admits he has tiny balls. Funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, having a, he's having another kid. <laughs> he promised Loomis he named him he named him Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know, whatever. It better be good. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. That's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you guys for checking this out. As always, make sure you like, retweet, share, whatever, like any of our posts on social media. Um, but that's that's going to do it for us. On behalf of myself, CM Heat, G Money, and the Tennessee Jesus, thank you guys for checking out. This is episode 160, 160 of the Wrestle Getter podcast. We'll chat with y'all next week. Later, March. I gotta go get some fentanyl to fentanyl all the candy. <laughs> I'll never understand why people think that people put drugs in candy. Like, who the fuck is gonna waste their fucking yeah. money? They spit yeah. on those drugs to put in candy. Like, who yeah, does that? That's exactly what I want to do is bake some fucking brownies and hand them out to kids on Halloween or, you know, inject my freaking, like, ecstasy in a fucking Twix bar. Like, come on, man. It's kind of, it's kind of like uh, when you're young and you watch some of those videos of, like, drug dealers, like, and then you realize, like, when you get in high school, nobody actually out for drugs. Like, they Hot like, no, right. for it. <laughs> it's like, where the fuck's a dude like handing out joints? <laughs> hey guys, wanna try this? It's free for the first time. Just wanna smoke <laughs> some dope? <laughs> Only dope shoes dope. The oh. hang on that uh, uh bug commercial. You know what I'm talking about? I'd rather be the big old and never take a sleep with That commercial is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, man. There was one that they used to show, like, anti drug commercial that had a, the dude would turn into a snake. You have like the head of a snake that was like freaking creepy. But, this is your brain. Job. This is your brain, doctor. <laughs> Any questions? I have tons of questions, mainly for Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your supplier? <laughs>